One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. are listening to another episode of Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim coming at you with a bonus episode where we're reviewing Those Who Wish Me Dead starring Angelina Jolie. I'm Timmy Fland, movie buff. And I'm Lee Livingstone, entertainment journalist. And we love to talk all things movies. I'm very excitedly going to talk about Angelina Jolie's return to an action film uh, in Those Who Wish Me Dead. The movie follows Hannah, played by Angelina Jolie, a smoke jumper and survival expert who is still reeling from her failure to save three people a year earlier. Hannah crosses paths with a traumatised teenage murder witness who needs protection from the assassins who are hunting him, while a deadly forest fire threatens them all. Mm, What an ominous synopsis. Mm. It's directed by Taylor Sheridan, uh, who has previously directed Hell or High Water, with a screenplay by Michael Corita, Charles Levitt and Tyler Sheridan, based on the book by Michael Corita. As you mentioned, the movie stars Angelina Jolie as Hannah, alongside John Bernthal, Nicholas Holt, Aidan Gillen, Tyler Perry, and Australia's own Finn Little, who we saw in the beautiful recent adaptation of Stormboy. It's a great cast. Now, I'd like to kick things off by mm. kind of the elephant in the room is Angelina Jolie in an action film for the first time, I think, since Salt. Right. Which was like back in 2008 or 2010, something around those times. I'm not very confident on that date. No, you look a bit unconfident. <laughs> Could it be Wanted? Maybe? Remember Wanted? Oh, yeah, Wanted. I feel like that was a little bit earlier. But anyway, right. okay. we'll, we'll fact check ourselves after. Mm. How did you think she stacked up in here? I loved it. She's mm. a natural at bringing depth to a role like this and also the physicality of an action role. It's fantastic. I'm a little bit on the other side oh. here. Mm, interestingly, like I loved seeing her back in this genre, Yeah, but I just can't get out of my head that it feels like it was the wrong film for her. Really? Yeah. She seemed a little bit out of place for some reason. I didn't quite connect with her character. 
Um, is that because she is so Angelina Jolie? You know how some actors get to that stage in their career when they're just so well known mm. and they are just themselves. Yeah, and I hate having that like preconceived notion about someone. I hate going in and saying, but mm. it's Angelina Jolie. Why is she in this movie? Like they're actors. Mm. They should be able to push themselves creatively. I think she did. I don't feel that at all. I'm completely mm. on the opposite side of the fence to you. Well, maybe it had to do with at the beginning, like her character made some pretty dumb decisions that for me mm. held no real weight behind them in the film. Like you know, with that stunt that she did off the back of the truck. Yeah. And I just like, what the f- uh, that was just a really strange moment in the film for me. I think that's just to establish that she's really reckless and she's reeling from this tragedy and and being self-destructive, I guess. Yeah, I mean, when you put it that way, that's true. I guess I didn't quite connect with that. Okay. Yeah. This movie's very reminiscent of Cliffhanger, wouldn't you say? You know that Sly Stallone film where he uh, he doesn't save someone from falling down a big crevice and right. then he, he lives with it forever and they have to come bring him back because he's the only one that can save these other people that need saving. And Yeah, and it's like a redemption tale at yeah. the same time. But then there's also these criminals that are thrown oh God, into is, the mix. It's very similar. Is this technically a remake then? No. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like they kind of took the piss a It's based bit. on a book and it's a very good book. Mm. But I liked that this film jumped straight out of the gate with the tension. You know, you know the threat, you know the lay of the land immediately. Do you think it was effective in building the tension? Mm. No. No. I don't think I really liked this movie. Timothy. I'm really excited to hear what you took out of this. Right. I just felt, no, the tension was confused for me. So I think it had, like, this is another story that was, like, a bit of a mess for me. Like, the hitman trying to contain that leak of information mm. um, that this man had. Uh, I think that this story tried to do too many things and be too many things and it became as out of control as the fire they end up having to kind of escape mm. from. I will agree with you there. There's a lot going on and it maybe could have benefited from narrowing its focus. Yes. Like it could have done more with the trauma that Hannah carries and the relationship building with her and the kid that she's mm. trying to protect. Yes. Um, and this, even the same with the dynamic between the assassins that are hunting them, Aidan Gillen and um, Nicholas Holt's characters. Mm. You could have focused in more on that and who they were and what their motivation was. Yeah, because they established this kind of underground world. Uh, and Tyler Perry has one of the strangest cameos in <laughs> in recent yeah. times. It was kind of like, oh, that's Tyler Perry in a field by a fence. And then, oh, there goes Tyler Perry, never to be seen again. Right, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So there's I, loose ends in the film. Did you, you mind them being left loose? I don't mind loose ends being left loose generally. Ambiguity is a good thing in cinema. Yeah. It kind of makes you think use your brain a little bit and kind mm. of interpret what may or may not have happened, all the reasons, etc. blah, blah, blah. Mm. I don't think it was effective here. It was more annoying because it's like it felt like subplots and characters were too undercooked and that they needed – you needed to find out certain information in order right. to help you understand the character and the stories a little bit more. Did you right. feel the opposite? Yeah, I disagree. I mean, it was fairly predictable in mm. the paths that it took – I don't always think that's a bad thing. So I'm of the opinion that Mm. that didn't matter to me in this one. Okay, all right. So you were happy to just like be thrown all this information that never really went anywhere consistently throughout (laughs) the film. (laughs) I'm not trying to at you. I'm not trying to at you. When you put it like that, okay, yeah. Look, okay, so I I decided to talk about a few like really random moments. This is kind of what I mean. Mm. What was with the boy's encounter with the horse? Like Like Angelina Jolie was the horse? He can... 
Oh, Jesus. He knows how to trust lanky animals. <laughs> no, she's lean. Yes. <laughs> I did enjoy that. There's a line in the film to explain for our listeners that the boy says, that's why you're so skinny or something like mm. that. And, and she says, no, I'm lean. And it's that kind of little in-joke that she can poke fun of herself. Totally, yeah. I, I just felt like it was tonally a little bit confused. Right. And you mentioned about how – I think you agree that we wanted more of the relationship between her and the boy that she ultimately has to help and save. Mm. I found their first encounter just really strangely written. Obviously, he was scared and terrified. Mm. He didn't, he'd witnessed something really awful. No child should ever have to witness anything like that. Mm. But the first thing he said to her was like, fuck you. And I just thought, Mate, like you're in the middle of nowhere. You've encountered this adult who's clearly trying to help and establish that she's skilled in survival and you're just saying, fuck you. It's like, what's your plan, buddy? He's a teenager. Yeah, I know, but I just think he was written really weirdly in that sense. Okay. Well, speaking of the writing, I did take issue with a couple of jarring, uh, cheesy lines. You know, every second word is son and babe, like – the father was referring to his son as son all the time. No father does that. No, their dialogue in the car was weird. Yeah. And um, also then John Bernthal's character with his wife and every second word was babe, babe. And, you know, I speak to my husband like that, but you don't refer to them by name. When you're speaking to someone, you just speak to someone. You don't use their name unless they're in trouble. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you don't say babe unless, I don't know, yeah. you're, you're 14 and you're <laughs> on TikTok. Yeah. She caught... <laughs> God, she called him buddy, didn't she? But then he so. was like, oh, that's what my dad used to call me. And I just thought, it was just like, I mean, uh. Uh, no, that's really sweet. Um, But also, like, it just didn't, it was just really disingenuous, like, dialogue between yeah. characters. It just felt really strange. I will agree with you on that mm. in some parts, yeah. You know, when the boy said, you look sad to me, to Angelina Jolie, it's like, what? Like, she's... <laughs> She's lost in the, like the horse. forest with you, like the horse. And I just think, how did the boy look at her and be like, you look sad to me, which then led her to share the story with him. And I just thought it was just a really poor connection to then right, okay. project that relationship. I'm getting very nitpicky, but I mm. mean, I just felt the dialogue was, um, yeah, really uninspired. I really enjoyed the pacing though. How did you feel about the pacing? Because it's quite a short runtime at 100 mm. minutes. But one thing that's very telling in this screening that we were in the lights came up before the film in it finished <laughs> and I wrote in my notes, well, that just speaks volumes. It went on for far too long after the climax. <laughs> yeah. The automation lights were like, okay, we're over. Come <laughs> Movie's on. done. Get out. Yeah. No, I, I think the movie did go on a little bit too long, yes, but I, I liked the pacing. Yeah. It was very exciting. There was always something happening. Yeah. So it was it was a journey. It was a ride in that I was, sense. I yeah. was really engaged. Mm. I was really into it. Mm. Uh, one of my favourite things in the movie was how the baddies kept whispering to each other their plan. Like, okay, so I'm just going to uh, – I reckon you should do it like this. and da, 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 Like in front of other characters. And I thought – okay, it was almost like comical to me. I don't think it was intentional. Yeah. But that was um, – their relationship and them as characters was, um, yeah, really quite uh, – Unique. Well, that's why I would have liked to have seen more of that, to mm. be honest. Yeah, yeah. And they were quite menacing. Let's talk about the performances. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, Aidan Gillen and Nicholas Holt, I really enjoyed them as bad guys. Yeah, Nicholas Holt's a good baddie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so is Aidan Gillen. We've seen him in um, Game of Thrones being the shady little finger. Yeah. I mean, as soon as that woman opened 
her door to oh. them and he's just got that face. Yeah. He's just villain. It's just like you just know. <laughs> it was like the subtitles will be end. She opens the door to the villains of the film. Like that. Like it just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he definitely embodies that like unhinged sort of yeah. like physicality to a, to a role. But on the other side of the fence, you get Nicholas Holt who has, you know, almost a baby face and mm. you don't. It's a different dynamic, isn't it? Yeah, you don't yeah. see it coming from him. His physicality, I really liked how he used, how he walked, and how he held his gun and positioned mm. himself because he was like the sniper of the pair. Well, or whatever. that's why I wanted to know more about them yeah. because there was yeah. obviously a leader and you know a managerial sort of person, mm. and there was obviously the military trained um, assassin guy yeah. who's Nicholas Holt. Yeah, yeah, I agree. There was much more to unpack about them, which is a shame we never got to mm. delve deeper. I found myself really rooting for these characters, though, speaking of Angelina Jolie and, and Finn Little. And Finn Little is very good. You mentioned that the dialogue was a bit off, but, I mean, I don't know how old this kid is, but he's amazing. He's one to watch, that's yeah. for sure. Like, he certainly portrayed emotion in his role. Like, I'm with you. Like There, there was nothing brilliant about the performances, like, although they were good, mm. but I just think that it came down to a poor script and story, to be honest. So I think that they definitely all could have brought more if there was more about their characters. You don't think Angelina Jolie was brilliant? Oh, I thought she was good, yeah. She was great. I like her. I think she, she was she was good in this movie. I, I, the, it's so You're not going to give her a gold star for just doing her job? Yeah, no. I mean, it's like, yeah, because you just did your job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> No gold star. None for Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> okay, sorry. One mm. of the performances the the cop mm. when he lost his shit in that scene i was so confused it made no sense whatsoever and it never led to anything can you help me understand why he can you give me a bit more context went crazy they're by the creek okay and he's with the baddies so he's been enlisted to help the baddies yeah. against his will yeah and he just goes off the rails and i thought oh is he like slipped a gun has he done something has he put a tracker somewhere mm. like i don't know i was just waiting for the the shot to pan away and then it reveals something that he'd done it just mm. felt very very bizarre that he just went crazy yeah mm. that reminds me speaking of him sorry i'm going off on a tangent for sorry. a second here there was a little subplot thrown in or a little line thrown in that he was angelina jolie's character's ex-boyfriend and they That's never right. went anywhere with that either yeah see this is what i mean yeah this is they just throw something in plonk and then it just gets lost in the ocean that was true i forgot that they said that yeah it's like what weight did that hold in the film and the relationship absolutely yeah. nothing yeah it was strange let's talk about the special effects Yes, I thought they were really, really good. Yep, to amazing. be honest. Yep. Didn't you feel like when the fire was raging, mm. I was like, "Holy shit, I'm getting hot in here!" Like yeah. it really made it feel incredibly tangible. But you can tell this is maybe made by people who don't really understand bushfires, or maybe that's just coming from an Australian perspective. Because okay. I guess down here we're uniquely positioned because bushfires are a major part of Australian life. It's something yeah. we live with that threat all the time. No matter where you are, you'll you'll face the smoke. You'll face, you know, people in country areas face the fire full on. Yeah. And I just felt some things in this film, like them not noticing. The freaking hectares of bushfire until they were right next to it. Like you would hear it. You would yeah. smell it. You would yeah. feel the heat before you get anywhere near it. Yeah. And wasn't that interesting because Angelina Jolie's character <laughs> yeah. is like a firefighter. And when she looked up, I was like, oh, my God. It was like glowing 
very close. Yeah. And I'm like, what the, f- how did she not? Notice that before now. Yeah. And that brings me back to my favourite thing that I like to talk about is spatial awareness in films. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Where there is none, it's yeah. very frustrating because you're like, how yeah. did she not see, hear, smell, feel that? Yeah. I just wondered if it was a uniquely Australian thing because we are so used to that in mm. our everyday lives, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, look, the special effects were stunning. Yep. And kind of the set design, you know, when, when the fire clears in one scene and they've left with the destruction, I mm. thought that looked beautiful. Yeah. Yep. As beautiful as that destruction can look, but you know what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. 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 So are we ready to wrap up our review and rate Those Who Wish Me Dead, Lee? Yes, we are. Those Who Wish Me Dead is a captivating, fast-paced thriller with Angelina Jolie in fine form and with a star-making performance from Australia's own Finn Little. The story is solid. It's based on a book, so you'd want it to be, but it could have been that much better by narrowing the focus to flesh out the principal characters. As I mentioned, it's adapted from a great book, but doing a book to film adaptation doesn't always mean you have to bring everything with you, right? Mm, yeah. It's action-packed, it's engaging, and it's a well-made blockbuster. I'm going to give Those Who Wish Me Dead three and a half popcorn kernels. Well, for me, Those Who Wish Me Dead was trying to be too many genres at once, which resulted in a incomprehensible, cliched and confused story. Angelina Jolie, although great, she did look too out of place here. Uh, and the writer's choice to be ambiguous in one particular area of the story didn't leave you feeling intrigued, but frustrated and cheated. I'm going to rate those who wish me dead two and a half popcorn kernels. Well, I definitely disagree with you there, Tim. So make sure you jump on our socials, listeners, and let us know. Are you Team Tim or Team Lee on those who wish me dead? Ding, ding, ding. Round one. (laughs) Well, that's it for another bonus episode of Popcorn Podcast. Those who wish me dead is in cinemas now. Make sure you go out and see it. All right, guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you next time. If you enjoy our episodes, head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. While you're there, we would love you to rate us and leave a review. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Alexa, and where all good podcasts are found. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.